It's Sports Arena and there's Extreme Rewind, your weekly look into World of Extremes. We look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to 401 for every pay-per-view and special and no more other TV shows in between. No specials either. We've, we've got <laughs> Hardcore TV and, and, and pay-per-view. three pay-per-views. Oh, I'm only saying less and less. Uh, have you got yourself, Paul? I'm joined as always by Jay. What's happening, Jay? I'm depressed after that opening. We're 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 so close to the end. Um, but apart from that, yeah, nothing much. It's uh, <clears throat> interesting stuff going on in the world of wrestling with um, Mercedes Monet making her debut in in New Japan. Yeah, are you are you a fan of the the entrance debut or just appear in the ring debut? I think there's time and a place for both. I think uh, I, I I think time and place for both is is um, the correct answer. Yeah, because yeah. I, I kind of well, basically what I'm saying is like I, I liked her entrance, but I just felt like I don't know. I just felt like it it, it, it was just a very long walk, wasn't it? it? I mean, this is always the thing. So the the Hardys boys return the WrestleMania entrance, the massive round was just perfect. Yeah, but but the reason why that was perfect is because it was music that everyone no, yeah, as soon as the, it came out. Yeah. Whereas you've got the whole kind of what's going on? Who's that? Is that? Is that? Is that? Is that? Is that the what we're calling it now? Yes, it is. We knew her as something else, but that's her now, and this is money. Um, and, and the problem is, Wrestle Kingdom like um, like WrestleMania um, has. Huge, huge ramp, so that the entrance is really long. Um, yeah. And if it's you know not an inflatable dinosaur at the end, kind of gets a bit boring. Um, but yeah, I, I think that if it's all kind of like he doesn't even work here, then it gets a little bit kind of um, grating. Um, and if it's all just coming out and you know, you might know me, but you don't know why I'm here, then it all kind of gets a little bit much. Um, so a combination. It's always I always like the ones where they have like new names, yeah. and they come out and it'd be like you know like CM Punk can't use CM Punk. They're like, is that is that Phil Punk? Yeah, I mean they just use like really obscure and just like you think you wouldn't even know him as that like Sean Spears or something. Oh my god, that's Sean Spears. It's like what do you even know him as that? The real name. Yeah, just, the, um, the, the, the the ever so slight knockoff brand versions of yeah. He returned, didn't he? With a perfect ten gimmick that sort of disappeared again. He's um, I, I think he's off getting ready for fatherhood. That makes sense. Yeah, it's, a little brief still stint. Yeah, it's a big step. It takes a lot of energy to get ready for fatherhood. You might even have to kind of drop what you're doing and and do it. It's perfect. No. Perfect. Um, this week we're looking at episodes 392 and 393 of Hardcore TV. That is October and November in the year 2000. Leading up to uh, the go-home shows for November to remember. Which yeah, we have is... previously talked about being, in essence, ECW's WrestleMania. ECW's Wrestle Kingdom, if you will. That's a great later on with Tommy Dream. I'm sure we mentioned it. There's a great little bit where you 
he appears and they're like, he's doing something about November to remember. How do we know that? Everything's about November to remember. <laughs> I was just like, the fuck? That was um, good for... I don't think we need to cover anything else on the shows. I think that covers it. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next week to talk about whatever Tommy Dream has been talking about. I just thought, yeah, fair play. Um, Hardcore TV, episode 392, October 28, 2000. Show starts off with balls put in the projodet. That is the projodet for a flaming uh, table, um, which sends a message to the baldies. (laughs) Message loud and clear. I mean, it's um, it's such a weird person to do and to send this message. Yeah, for the faces to do. Where's PN News? What the fuck is he doing? Where's the prodigy? (laughs) Where's just anyone? I mean, what are you protecting Bilvis Wesley from? that you can't put him through a flaming table. Um, I don't... I don't know why... This would have made more sense if it's the Baldies putting Projodet through a table. I don't quite know what the babyface thing is about... For no reason... Setting a table well, on fire. See, I can only think. I can only think that this would sort of parallel universe, or not parallel, sort of same sort of uh, timings as Dudley Boys putting through all the women through the tables. Yeah, but you know the difference. They yeah, were one, heels. They were heels, and it was a story, and it made sense. But you know how they. But even the story made sense. I'll forgive all of that. It was a heel act. Then putting through Mae Young through the table, then putting Lita through the table, then putting Stacey Keebler through the table. They were heels. I know. But it might not even be that throwing out stuff. But anyway, so the message has been sent and the Baldies are scared. Um, we get the intro, we get a card run down for this evening. Show kicks off a, with It was kid- a good show um, um, fireball that he blew just for the sake of it as well. Just, just fireball noise the, 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 the light fluid was still there, so he just blew a big old fireball just because just for the fucks of it. Again, you oh. know, something he could have maybe saved and used as a spot in a flaming tables match. Who knows? Yeah. Oh balls and Willie march on. Um <laughs> first sake. match, cash cash versus balls and easy. Willie with a burning sensation. <laughs> cash and easy money kick off this wonderful card. Uh, it's a solid match. These two always have great matches, but have had about 32 matches. Cash wins with the moneymaker. He picks up that W. Yeah, managed to beat the odds. And the my least favourite part on this yep. was Joel Gertner, the heel commentator. Yeah. Um, because, you know, oh, God knows why Cash would pick a fight with all three of them. That's That's silly and that's dumb and he can't fight all three of them and blah 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 motherfucker he fought all three of them at the last pay-per-view so that you could get your hands on Cyrus this whole feud has been started by him coming out 
to save you because you were getting fucked over in a, in a stipulation. So to just yeah. now, like, oh, I don't know why I would. And and uh, so there were a couple of points in this in these this week's shows where Gurton was a heel for no reason other than he was a heel. So it's like suddenly it's like, and I have to be here with you, Joey Styles. I know what it's like to have pain. I have to carry you, Joey Styles. Where's that? That's not been where it's been for the last two years. What's happened now? Yeah, that's... Yeah, Cyrus isn't like that, is he? No. Oh. And and yeah. Joel Gurton is now doing commentary on um, Hardcore TV, which he never did previously. True. Um, yeah, so Cash wins. After it, uh, Easy Money and the crew attack Cash and beat him up until Spike runs out, makes a save and cleans house. Backstage promo with C.W. Anderson. Oh, once again, saying that Steve Carino stole his title match. He's not giving up until he gets a champion and he's an Anderson. Yes. Uh, Which is nice. Uh, Simon Diamond defeats Nova with a little bit of help from Chetty and Louie. This all comes around. Yeah, so, so Chetty's dressed as a security guard Yeah. Uh, to try and trick Nova. But Nova's aware of this because last week Louis dangerously tripped, dressed as a security guard to trick Nova. He was ready for him this time, but in doing so, he didn't get to block Simon Diamond using Louis Dangerously's phone to block it, to knock him out whilst he was trying to get to Chetty, who was dressed as a security guard. So, although the three of them are on, in cahoots, we will soon find out that the three of them are not actually in cahoots. Anderson. <laughs> um, I just want to get out in there all the time. Yeah, so yeah, but we get a bit of this weird little Nova Diamond situation sort of goes on. In I was gonna say the weirdest, but one of the weirdest is loads of weird bits this week. Um Spikes in the toilet having a piss in one so, of your eyes. Wait, 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 let's let's go back to a little bit because you know, we're talking about weird ones. Um, not that far back. Um, so, yeah, so so Louis Dangerously is talking to Chris Chetty and talking to him about how he can see the potential in him. That hasn't happened knows, yet. Hasn't it? No. Thought, oh, okay. Oh, okay. That yeah. comes after the Dorian uh, Phoenix match. Oh, okay. Fuck. That's, right. saying. This, that's why I said this is one of many weird bits. Oh, uh, I, thought, I thought it was after that. I thought we'd skip oh, no. it. Oh, oh. I'll let you completely run through that, though, when we get to Thank you. Um, Thank you. We'll yeah, so Spike's having a piss in one of the rhinos. Hamrick walks in, calls him out. Spike then grabs a beer bottle, smashes it on the toilet, <laughs> and starts trying to kill Hamrick. And Hamrick's like, "That's what I'm doing. This is a match in the ring." And, and this is <laughs> this is because Hamrick's pissed off because Spike ran out and beat him up when they were beating up Cash at the end of the. There's another way Hamrick was like, I don't want to fight in the toilet. I just want to imagine the ring. Yeah. (laughs) I just really didn't know what the fuck was going on. I mean, so, you know, it fades into the scene and it's Spike Dudley pissing in the urinal. I'm thinking, I don't understand where we are. I don't understand what's going on. 
I don't understand why this needs to be here. Why has he got to call him out there? I mean, there's ways to be angry, but come on, like, you've got to try and stab the guy in the neck. So Spike took it really badly, and they're going to have a match essentially next week on Hardcore TV. We'll let you know. Which which is going to be, you know, brutal, because if he's willing to stab him in a urinal, you can only imagine what he's going to do in the wrestling ring. Eesh. Um, next up, Danny Doran and Roadkill versus Cougar and Phoenix, both from the <laughs> HBK school versus ECW school. They mentioned about 37,000 times. I believe it was either this time or a little bit later, but there was loads of um, Shawn Michaels school sort of touring around with um, ECW. I think Kendrick and definitely Danielson, I think, were touring around with ECW at this time. There's a whole thing right at the end where Loads of Sean's students were doing it. I think they they might have done a little bit. So I don't think they were ever on TV or I don't know if they even ever wrestled, but they were um, there or thereabouts, which is interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's um, a sort of a generational gap because obviously the ROH era comes about two years later, I guess, that's 2003 or something. So this is weird, like, oh, how close was it to you know, sort of your low keys and your punks and your cabanas in ECW. Yeah, That's I mean, I'm just, I was just trying to see kind of who came out of this. Um, and obviously, it's only very, very short. It's got a short run because, um, you know, it's after Shawn Michaels retires in 98 with his back uh, and he's lost a smile. Um, it wasn't it. Danielson, Kendrick and Lance Cade, weren't they the three big three? Uh, yeah, Paul London as well. Oh, wow. Uh, Hernandez has come from the Texas Wrestling Academy, which <coughs> was the Shawn Michaels Wrestling Academy. Uh, Matt Bentley, uh, Milano is, Collection AT. Isn't Matt Bentley his cousin or his nephew or? Yeah, I think. Related so. to him, isn't he? Yeah, they're related. Right, his cousin. Not my friend. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Masada. Oh. Not Masata, but Masada, who's um, currently the XPW champ, by the way. So, not so. But they're they're wider out of <coughs> potentially more TWA than Sean Michael Preston Academy. Uh, names not on the list are Chad Kruger, was it? Or am I yeah. thinking about the lead singer of, of Nickelback? Uh, could be the same person. Could be. Um, that's not. Oz, obviously. Yeah, Oz is a rib on Oz. Yeah. Never made it as a wise man, you know. So, yeah, so yeah, it's 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 it is. It it it, it is. Um but spoilers, Doran and Roadkill defeated um, these legends of the game. And then uh, we found out that ECW school was far superior to Shawn Michaels school, which I think wow. is what we're trying to get to in this. Which feels like we're trying to get you're to. Either, you're either being trained by Shawn Michaels or you're being trained by Perry Saturn and Taz. And now we know which one's better. But, you know, nice that we've done the, the House of Hardcore 
um, training academy plug for the week. Sure, it won't get mentioned again. But next, Louis Dangerously wants to give Chatty a little motivational speech. What do you think about this? <laughs> Believe it or not, I've got opinions on this. Uh-huh. Um, so, Louis Dangerously is talking to Chris Jetty and talking about how he can see brilliance in him. He can see the greatness in him. And what Jetty needs to do is trust his plan. And he said that, you know, when he was going up and down the roads, best friends with Dreamer and Taz, they talked about, you know, being able to unleash this talent and, you know, train people and become really good, which is why he allowed them to create the School of Hard Knocks um, for, for ECW and, and, you know, all the rest of it. Um, yeah. And then, you know, Chetty gets a little bit annoyed because he's being, you know, compared to Taz. Uh, I'd be annoyed as well. Um, and then um, Diamond comes in and, you know, I thought we were cool, but we're not cool, even though we seem to be <coughs> not cool. And, and that kind of all fizzles up. Um, so my question is, did Sign Guy Dudley sign off the school or is this louis dangerously where he's pretending to be poorly dangerously and therefore <clears throat> the school? i thought that i got very confused because i thought i, I didn't understand what world we're in because he's not really pretending to be the owner of ecw anymore is he or is he? He's, 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 he's not Paul Heyman. He's Paulie Dan- He's Louis Dangerously. Yeah. No, I, I got confused by that. Oh, I didn't really know who... So I don't know what, what decision-making power he had to create the stellar wrestling academy, better than Shawn Michaels' wrestling academy, um, that happened. It was um, just another strange one. But I thought um, I thought he was still playing the character. I thought he was basically Paul Lee. But then I thought Chetty was the kind of guy that would have pulled him on it, though. So it's hard to really tell, isn't it? Yeah, I don't quite understand in what context he apparently set it up. I appreciate it maybe focusing on the wrong part of what's going on here. But still. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, just incredible Francine, they continue having their problems. We're not diving in too much with all this. It's just getting a bit bollocksy and dated and probably really cool then. So. Francine likes champions. Exactly. So we did get another one contenders match. Steve Carino versus C.W. Anderson. <laughs> Uh, there's kind of like so much that unfolds in this. So basically, the match itself is good. Carino picks up the win and is the number one contender again. Despite it means nothing. Um, the only stipulation that ECW won't adhere to is number one contender. <laughs> A number of contenders. <laughs> one of many contenders match. Uh, so after the match, just incredible attacks at Carino. There's a lot of I know Carino loves taking a a cane shot. 
but they need to relax on these. Yeah, and again, you know, uh, 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 Matt. I mean, again, I'm talking like it wasn't back. I'm talking like it wasn't 23 years ago. Again, I always get confused, but um, yeah, it happens. Um, Uh, so So this match has all the potential of being an absolute classic. We know they do amazing stuff. We know that they have great chemistry. We know that they do incredible matches. It became so just random with, you know, the, we've got the, the Hill referee in because obviously, um, and then we've got Dawn Marie bites the referee. Because yeah. it worked for we worked for Bueller and Bill Alfonso, so maybe it'll work now. Um, then Dawn Marie gets super kicked by Steve Carino in a really bad spot because it's meant to be like, oh, he accidentally hit her. Well, they're standing like four foot away from each other. Yeah. So it it you know really isn't. Anyway, um, then the referee's trying to do fast counts all the time. Um, and then the hardcore referee runs in to fight the crooked referee, uh, and they fight to the back whilst the other referee, who isn't wearing a striped shirt, it's only the, the hardcore referee and the crooked referee who wear striped shirts. All the rest wear just like black polo shirts. This bothers me for reasons I don't understand. Um, uh, yeah, so he ends up counting the win. So it's just so kind of gubbins-tastic at the end. And it's sort of it's weird because obviously Justin Incredible comes out and attacks Carino and he's basically angry because he wants a title match but he could just ask for one because everyone else is just getting one just for the sake of it. Well, I, I don't know if anyone would just be able to say I want a title match without actually, you know, having anything going for him, any kind of win or losing streak, any kind of anything. And then, then New Jack, it. who the form he's in, should be involved in a title match. Uh, Everyone else seems to be. Comes with a long entrance, beats up CW, Credible and Rhino, and then Rhino sort of calls New Jack and Credible canes him. Yeah, because Rhino runs out as well, because, because. Just because. And that sort of leads all that. Good RVD promo. Then the fans would um, watch him with or without a belt, and he's going to beat up Rhino. So there was a, there was a moment here where I almost kind of sighed because you know RBD's talking about you know Rhino and making Rhino believer and all the rest, of it, which I'm you know fine. Um, and he said about you know my belt. He said you know, and it's not even about the belt. I'm like, oh good. We've got a, a title match that doesn't care about the belt again. Um, it's about beating you for the belt. Like, well, that kind of saves it, I guess. I, I, I kind of like that, but if we could, you know, somehow make the, get out of the belt just a pinch, yeah, yeah, somehow make the championships like mean something rather than I don't give a fuck about this belt. Well, cool. Yeah, so. So all that happened. All that happened. Um, then Rhino's promo basically is not scared of New Jack. Uh, Carino's 
he was just his manager, and they'll beat him up next week. Uh, just incredible. Said he's going to beat up Prina New Jack, and um, yeah, so we've got a bit of a tag team match period. It takes us to that exact week. Hardcore TV episode three hundred ninety three, November the fourth, two thousand. Um, starts off with Dawn Marie approaching Carino. Um, asks if he's if there's any animosity. If if you know she's watched the tape back, she knows that it was an accident, so she just wants to help him and stuff. And Carino kind of just like you know pies her off basically because there is no chemistry between the two of them. He can't he can't hide the fact that. You know, according to Dutch at the time, he wasn't a fan. He didn't want to be lumbered with um, with Dormarie, and they they didn't like each other. Um, and that kind of comes across. I think. I think it's hard. I think it's easy to, to buy into that story because it comes across. I think so. I mean, it, it does. But then you sort of left in the question like, why do you even like get her in to help with? I think it again is as simple as you know you're going up against the uh, against Justin Incredible and therefore she needs to be there because Francine's there, um, which which is difficult throughout. Um, but then she says that there's a you know a gangster in the corner. Yeah, um, and this is not just any gangster; it's his personal gangster. And um, New Jack walks out. So he's going to beat the hell out of uh, Credible and that. And Rhino. He can't stand Carino. But they're on a mission to put Credible and Rhino out. I yep. loved this New Jack promo. Um, <clears throat> it had the, the loud and the quiet parts that always make a good New Jack promo. Um, it had the some some just amazing lines you know old school for him is a headlock old school for me is a, just shoving a screwdriver in his skull he said about them paying him and Corina sort of looked at Victor in the back and goes you pay him <laughs> Corina and Victory's skull are just amazing but it is it, it, you know his, his logic is you know I don't like him but he pays me so I'm happy um, which is great, and then he just, you know, scares Dawn Marie. Um, the the bit that was weird is this is obviously done very shortly after what we just seen, mm-hmm. um, and it's watching this this trickle of blood, blood, yeah, here from behind his his bandana and Daddy's face. Um, because I even rewound it because I, I assumed he must have stopped punching himself in the head or something. Nope, very stamina, but it wasn't. It just breaks through. But adds a little thing to it. And he's going to teach Dawn Marie all about chili sauce. Um, intro. As the teams for the first match are walking out, we get a quick promo from Rhino. Calls them sort of bitch boys and says he's going to destroy them. Yep. Which is fine. Basically it. Then get the Unholy Alliance, Mikey Whitbrook and Tajiri versus Christian York and Joey Matthews, also known as York and Matthews. Yeah, still not the bad boys. <laughs> bad boys. Bad, bad, 
Street, Bad Street, Bad Street Boys. <clears throat> Bad Street Boys is is what uh, Wikipedia continues to to refer to them as. Incorrectly. Um, so we get that Harry Lance pick up the win. They try to keep their momentum going, defeating everyone but the FBI. That's the story here. Basically, all the primaries, everything says it. They would be the best team in the world if it wasn't for the FBI. That's kind of the thing, but we get to that as promos. But the match itself, really good. The Nigeria and Whitbrick, massive lease of life for them here. I mean, they're, they're really coming to their own as a, as a team, considering yeah. it just felt like it just sort of organically happened. But their chemistry and everything is just decent. Um, so they pick up the win. Promo from Credible basically talks about beating New Jack and Carino. Spike Dudley promo. So he's done listening to the doctors and start listening to the voices in his head. He's going to face Hamrick today. Um, Hamrick sort of walks to the ring. I really liked his um, overdubbed WWE theme. <laughs> I can't remember how it went. I just remember the time thinking, I've never heard this. And it's actually really decent. So I thought that was pretty good. Uh, he cuts a promo saying he can't have a match because he hurt his leg. Lisa Spike coming out, pleasing him, then showing he hadn't really hurt his leg. And they have a match. He's been facing an injury. Um, Spike makes pretty quick work of Hamrick here, one of his sort of old school acid drop jobbies. Which is crazy because, again, just like, there's no harm. Obviously, he was cleared just to give him the TV title. Because he could just yeah. have some fun and do it, but um, so yeah, really quick match. After that, um, he's attacked by all the crew again until Cash Door and a Roadkill run out and make the save. Yeah, and um, uh, Hot Commodity are trying to hit the the Doring and Roadkill finish. Yeah, uh, which I can't remember the name of because there's 27 names for their moves. Um, uh, the wham uh, bam, uh, it, it, yeah, it could be the the buggy bang or the, <laughs> the, the 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 I think it's the buggy bang. It might be the buggy bang. Might be the buggy um, bang. Um, uh, it's not the dirt road slam because that's something different. Uh, it's not the Danaconda because that was something different. Um, I don't think it was the wham bam. Thank you, man. Um, so I'm gonna go with the buggy bang. Final answer. Um, but um, yeah, they would. They would basically they'd try to hit that out of disrespect, and then they ran into to, to make the save. Just perfect, lovely. Um, and, and what they were taught at the house of hardcore. And what and what could be maybe the best bit of the week? Uh, Joe and Joe are out the back talking. And Dream walks onto the screen and walks off. That's what we said about earlier on. He looks at the camera, walks off. They're like, what's that about? And he's like, November to remember. Everything's about November to remember. About a thing. Like it was some big, deeper, meaningful would somehow make sense to what we've just witnessed. But I'm guessing Dream is still floating around and back. Yeah, so I'm just looking, because, you know, in a minute we'll, we'll run down the show of the pay-per-view that we'll be talking about next week. Um because this is the go-home show for it. Um, Obviously. I don't see Tommy Dreamer's name on here at all. 
uh, as the event kicked off, some driver Johnny Swinger interrupted the introduction of Joey Styles and Joe Gatler. Not mentioning Diamond was, but not mentioning Diamond was responsible for ending Tommy Jumi's career. Yeah, that that seems to be it. But we'll get there next week. We will find out next week. It's going to happen, isn't it? It is going to happen. Um, next up, we get a match. Jerry Lynn defending his world title against Danny Daniels. That's right. Referee Danny Daniels is somehow in a world title match. Here. Well, he won the, the number one. Oh, no. Wait. So it's just kind of like, um, again, just like a weird little thing. Lynn wins, that's obviously retains and gets up some momentum going to the pay-per-view in two days. I mean, it's important to get a big win under your belt. You know, keep things moving in the right direction. And it's, it's, it's uh, nice to see that feud finally blown off. Yeah, I think that's definitely done for now. Um, next match, an extreme death match. New Jack and Carino versus Rhino. Just incredible. Um, I just got to say, this match is just an absolute insane match, really. Proper old school yeah. ECW wild brawl around the arena. Um, I've got to say, it just feels really overdue. and I, I loved it. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to, to spoil a, a segment in a minute, this was the match of the week. And it's funny because uh, my match of the week, and it's funny because it's a match that I kind of got a little bit fatigued by in the heyday of it you know it felt like they all did the loop it felt like they all did the spots it felt like it was like you know just just kind of you know nonsense, I thought nonsense that. And, but how refreshing did it like feel it's and, a weird way isn't it yeah and they all got creative they all got vicious they all got um you know their, their shit in it just felt really you know, you felt like they didn't like each other. You felt yeah. like there was an animosity and they wanted to hurt each other. Um, rather than just, you know, a, a well-behaved tag match or something. So, uh, yeah, that was really, I, I really enjoyed it. That was good. So, yeah, New Jack and Carino picked up the win in this one after the match. Um, picked up the win by both pinning Rhino. Yeah. But it took both of them to pin Rhino, um, which again was part of the story. Uh, but but yeah, yeah. That was, um, the, after the match, the Sandman appears, comes out, attacks Rhino, grabs the mic. This is where they announce that he's in the main event for the pay per view. Yes. So. I mean, and also explain the rules of the, the main event pay-per-view. Oh, no, they do that in a minute. Well, that's it. I mean, it, it, it's kind of this weird, like... I just didn't think the pay-per-view was going to be in two days. <laughs> Unless I'd, like, missed something dramatically. I didn't think it would really been spoken about, not to get to this stage. No. So, um... So there, this again is is November to remember. It is yeah. not just us 
who talk about it being, you know, their WrestleMania, their Wrestle Kingdom. Um, it's them on on commentary saying this is their biggest show of the year. Yeah. So the fact that you know this is your your granddaddy of them all equivalent, and it's mentioned like a week before. Yeah. Is is crazy. Um, now, again, as as our dear listeners have heard me talk about and heard us talk about God knows how many times, at this time, ECW wasn't on TV over here. We weren't getting to see the hardcore TVs. We weren't getting to see the ECWs on TNNs. We, apart from like the five episodes that continue to be shown on Bravo from 96 or whatever we, we worked about today, um, uh, but we were getting the pay-per-views on DVD and VHS fairly quickly after they happened. Um, so I remember us watching this and I remember us seeing the main event of this. It did not occur to me that there wasn't a Carino and Sandman feud into leading it. into this for them to have that kind of parallel I've got to beat you before I can get my hands on them thing. Yeah. Surely, if this is the story we're telling, C.W. Anderson in this match makes far more sense. C.W. Anderson, momentum-wise, New Jack, if you base it on people with wins, it could have been New Jack versus Just Incredible and Carino versus Jerry Lynn. Yeah. That would have worked because they're two semi-feuds. But yeah, like obviously the Sandman's a big hitter and he should be there or thereabouts, but it just seemed weird to... Yeah, but he should be there or thereabouts before the last four minutes of the go-home show. Mm. It's just... Um... It's just so weird. But I'm guessing they've got so much stuff going on behind the scenes at this point. That it's been, it'd be hard to really imagine. That's why I sort of, I guess, Dream is not on TV as much because he's probably helping run behind the scenes a lot more. Yeah, I, I think he also, you know, we know he fucks his back up a few times. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah, interesting. So, so Sandman come out basically said about having a beer with him. Has a beer with New Jack. Goes to give one to Karina, and Karina kind of smacks it out of his hands, and that's when you sort of find out they're fighting each other on Sunday. We get the rules for the main event and the actual main event at the end of all this. We get a promo from Jerry Lynn, which is just kind of really awkward, if I'm honest. <laughs> One of the best wrestlers, but it's just, I don't know. He's just, he's he never just really found his voice, did he? He's just not an angry person. You know, he, he's almost, he's just such a sort of likable guy that he doesn't, if he's just like, oh, I'm going to beat you, he just doesn't ever like really come across. But they go out and then have the match of the night. So it's sort of um, C.W. Anderson obviously talks about an upcoming match with Super Crazy. Yes, Super Crazy is coming back at the pay per view, and C.W. Anderson's got a match with him. Spoilers, that doesn't happen. I thought I didn't recall it happening, but yeah, it's weird that that was even set up to be a thing. Um, FBI basically go on what we said before about Mike and Tajiri being the best team in the world apart from them. Just fine. Uh, Rhino 
and also another complimentary promo. Says he's going to beat up New Jack in his own piss and blood. He's got a thing about everyone pissing themselves and bleeding. <laughs> every, every week he's going to beat someone to a piss and blood. Um, Sinister Minister tells the FBI uh, they were a comedy act. He didn't know what was going on. They were a comedy act for so long and suddenly they decided to get serious. It's just very, again, it's like a bit like, oh, okay. You know, a bit of work for them because they won the belts. So I don't really understand what his point was. And that was the um, the final go home promo for the pay per view, I believe. It was. So, shall I run down the card that we are going to be watching and talking about next week? Hell yeah! Uh, so, matches in no particular order. Uh, in the main event, we have a double jeopardy elimination. Uh, so it starts off paired up, just incredible and. Uh, Jerry Lynn, yeah. uh, as well as Sandman and Steve Carino. Yeah. Um, you have to beat your designated opponent before you can beat anyone else, and it's the last person standing, basically, is the... Um, it's, it's, like a, it's like a tournament, but in-ring, going on at the same time. Yeah. Which is cool. Different. Yeah. Um, we also, as you just talked about, have the Unholy Alliance... Versus the FBI for the tag champions championship. Yeah. We've got Rhino defending his TV championship against New Jack. Uh, we've got uh, Chetty and Nova in a loser leaves town match. Yeah. We've got uh, Balls and Willie versus the Baldies in a Flaming Tables match. Yeah. We've got uh, Diamond and Swinger, Swinger who you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was saying may not come back. Bearing in mind he's out for months with his broken orbital bone um, yeah. against Yorker Matthews. Um, we've got the team of Spike Dudley, Doring, and Roadkill versus Hot Commodity. Yeah, and we've got C.W. Anderson against not too crazy, but Kid Cash. Oh wow. Um, yeah, sort of enough card. Obviously, we'll talk about that next week. You'll we'll probably throw up on at underscore sports arena, Instagram, and Twitter. Trying to get your thoughts and memories of this show as we get to obviously nearing the end of ECW. It's, um, it's got interesting Eight talking points. TVs left to go. I know. Interesting talking points for different reasons. So we'll find out what's going on with all that. Obviously, you've already said it, Jay, but just for those who weren't paying attention, what's your match of the week again? Um, it is the just the, the, the blood feud of Rhino and Just Incredible versus um, New Jack and Steve Carino. Yeah, which is like we said, it's um, it's an old school ECW sort of match. You know, sort of a different era of them. And it's, um, yeah, it's a really, really fun watch and definitely go up and out on the network or whatever way you find your ECW matches. Like we said, underscore sports arena is where you find us. Keep tagging us in those uh, custom toys, T-shirts, and other things you do. We will always share it. We love to see it. But if you want a message and just talk about Extreme, just hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. We always love a little ECW chat. That is everything from me. I'll see you next week. And, um, yeah, so will I. Um, but until then, just like RVD, we don't care about the TV title. 
but that's the whole fucking job.